It's time to create better. Create better family, health, business, and self. Welcome to Elaine's Kitchen Table. This is where we share tips about business and parenting. Being a mom of three, CEO of the award-winning company Easy Daisy's speaker and educator, you're going to learn the tips and secrets of successful and incredible people. Elaine wants you to be inspired, challenged, and motivated, and that person you want your kids to grow up to be. This is Real Talk for Real Life. Hi, welcome back to Elaine's Kitchen Table, where we talk about how to create better, how to create better family, health, business, and self. And I'm very excited to share part two of our interview with Ashley Freeborn of Smash and Tess. Love her rompers. And if you want to get one and you've always wanted to get one, here's a coupon code for you to use right now. There is an expiry date on it, so you don't want to miss it. And it's Elaine15. So E-L-A-I-N-E-1-5. And you will get 15% off right away. So here we go with Ashley Freeborn. You don't want to miss her awesome marketing strategies. Did you have training in marketing? Like, or was that was just your passion and you were just thinking good at it? Yeah, yeah. I loved it. My mom was a marketer. So she, she now obviously is a president, but her background's in marketing. And so it's always just been something wow. that I love. And I never thought of people like, oh, savvy marketing. I'm like, I actually never thought of it that way. It was more like community. So like, what comes out of community? How do you communicate with people? How do I want to be communicated to? And then just doing that, you know, like there, it, there's an intuition, there's like a really organic way about smash and test. And that was just probably because I didn't know all the lingo. I didn't know all the, you know, hot topics, the key, the buzzwords, like I was just doing what felt right. Um, and yeah, now we've got a really smart, awesome, cool marketing team that have helped me Awesome. the vision though. Right. Like, and that's key too, is like, how do we keep it feeling just like that? And so being really dialed into marketing, being ensuring like we're standing true to our values and their ethos. And like, we're really clear on that. So I'm, we have a team now, but yeah, for a long time, it was um, me and a few others just kind of running marketing. No, but that's awesome because I, I love that. And all that you put out there, like in your emails and your social media, your story is so loud and proud of, you know, we love all people and community and, and let's celebrate you and you need to feel comfortable and who cares? Like, like, I love that. I love that so much. And you do it so, so smartly and so well. And my listeners who are listening, who may not have a huge marketing budget, what would you advise them? Is there like three top things that you say, Hey, try doing this. I think it can be tricky when you don't have a budget. I think you need to really, first of all, have a strong sense of your values. Because I think what can happen really easily in any industry is like, oh, Elaine's doing really cool like calendars. I want to do that. Smash and Test could do that. Why can't we do that? And it's like being laser focused on what you set out to do, why, will keep you from getting distracted, like the shiny object syndrome, you know? And I think so like getting really laser focused and being like, I will never deviate from these five things, whatever those five things are, you're going to stay true to those things. And they are also probably happen to be your unique selling point. They are, they're what make you, you. Um, and so I think honing those, figuring out what those are, writing them down, putting them out into the universe and standing behind them wholeheartedly is so important. Um, I think aesthetically you have to be as polished as possible in that it, you're not afraid to show who you really are. But I think that if you want to have other brands and other influencers and other people that are willing to attach their name to you, 
then you have to ensure that it's something they would want to attach their name to. And so early on, you know, I really invested in decent photography, like Mm. making sure there was a visual brand that felt um, aligned, like with what we were trying to do. And that can be tough in the beginning. You're like, well, I'll just take a photo here. And, and not to say user generated content, things like that is they're very important and you shouldn't shy away from putting an iPhone photo up because it's a really darn good mm-hmm. photo. And it really explains what you're, you shouldn't shy away from it, but it should be a part of a cohesive strategy. And so I think Sometimes with brands, the first thing you're going to do is, oh, you own a brand? Oh, cool. Let me go on Instagram, right? It's like, let me look. Who who are you? What do you? It's the first thing people are going to do. So um, you want to make sure that it's whatever it is you're trying to communicate, it's communicating. Absolutely. They say that 87% of women who do shopping will look online on on social media first before making a buying decision for sure. Totally. Do I see myself in that marketing? Does it look like something I would wear? Are there people of the same shape as me, color as me? Like, am I reflected in this community? And if I am, great, more likely to make the purchase, you know? Yeah. So smart. So smart. I love what you said. First thing is know your values. Like, what is it that you want to convey? Like, what is your company all about? Right. And once again, it's, it's not about the romper or the magnets. It's, it's about, you know, whether it is, you know, helping like lessen anxiety in a home or helping a woman to feel confident and comfortable in who she is, whatever it is, that is what you want to convey. And then you said, secondly, was, you know, investing in good pictures, I think is what you're saying, like really be able to present your story well. Yeah. And- Make sure your brand is aligned with those values and it's really clear and it's professional and, you know, whatever it might be, whatever you're trying to do, um, I think is important. Um, and then just don't, I, like, I, I always say like, you just have to care about people. Like if you care about people, everything, money is going to come, you know, and I think we get so hung up and like, Oh, like, and it's, it's often something when you look at marketing, there's performance marketing and there's brand marketing, right? There's different kinds of marketing. There's the numbers, numbers, traffic conversion, you know, email, digital, like it's, it's all of that. And then there's the, just like, how are you showing up in the world and what message are you conveying and how do you make people feel? And like, I think there's like an important part of that is to really like just care about people. Like that's it. And people, yeah. I mean, it's not what we all want. We just want to be considered, heard, cared about, thought about. Like that's that's really it. And sometimes you can miss the mark and I, I get it. But if you have the best intentions, I mean, I don't think you can go wrong. No, I, I love that. I totally agree. Absolutely. Just be kind, everybody, right? Just, just share that kindness. One kind act goes so very much, like it goes so far. I love that. And I also love what you were saying about how, you know, when someone's looking at your, your brand, can they relate? Can they say, you know, is there someone who looks like me who fit like, like whatever it is, like, do like, is this something for me? Or like they can identify right away and say, Hey, I can relate. Right. And so, and once again, you know, not everybody is our customer and I fully understand that. And I want to remind people about that too. I mean, of course, everybody can wear your awesome rompers, but, but, but once again, like know who your, your target market is for mm-hmm. sure. Definitely. Now, speaking of people we work with, you have a life partner, an awesome and supportive husband. Do you have any tips for how to keep 
Like, because often people don't even talk about the husband. They talk about work. They talk about the kids. And, and then there's this, like, great other person in your life that is very significant and super important. And any tips on what you do when you feel like, okay, like, you know, we've had time apart and I am stressed, but there's this great guy. Any tips on supporting and strengthening your marriage? Oof, that's tough. I mean, it's tough and it's not tough. I have an amazing husband who, uh, who's got my back. And luckily, I could imagine how tough it would be if you didn't have a supportive partner to really push you. And, and lots of times I'll be like, ah, oh, maybe I don't need to go to that conference. And he's the one like, yeah, you do. You need to go and I'll be fine. I got the kids. Wow. You go into you. And so even wow. having that next step to be like, not only just being going along with the things you think you need them to do, but also them just pushing you to be better, your best version of you achieve all that you achieve because they know you so well that they know what, what makes you tick and what's going to make you happy and in turn, make you the best wife, mother, et cetera. Um, so I'm lucky in, in that regard. And, um, but I think too, it's like, I, everyone has a different love language. You got to kind of figure out yes. what, is it, what is, what is the love? I know what mine is. You know, I love words of affirmation. It's important to me. I like when, and so for, for my husband, it's like figuring out what works for him. And I think, you know, in general, I think people, we often don't say that we appreciate people enough. I think we're all guilty of that. And so I really try even recently to just stop and be like, Hey, you did a really great job. And like, you're, you picking up the kids and dropping off the kids means a lot to me. And I really appreciate that you do that. And you're a great dad you know, and like, just like awesome. trying to make moments to just tell somebody what they mean to you when yeah. it can be challenging because you just start to take it for granted and you, you, you know, you play your roles and, and, and that's great. But I think like really recognizing and valuing the person that you're with and making sure they know that is all we really want. You know, we all want to just feel appreciated. We want to feel seen and heard okay. and right. And then it's yeah. so different with your partner. It's like, I think that's what, key. and then of course, just like, lots of date nights and try to keep the romance. You know? <laughs> Bye. Oh my gosh. There's so many great things like you're saying, like, you know, just appreciating like the everyday things like that we might take for granted, right? Like when someone goes and picks up somebody or, or makes dinner when they didn't have to, they didn't have to do any of it. Right. And then now it just becomes routine and it isn't routine that they're kindly doing those things. And right. It's like, if we didn't show up one day, like and did the things that we're supposed to do as a, a, a partner, a life partner or a mom, it's like they would notice, but right. people expect it. And it's just still nice to hear someone say, thank you. Right. That is such a great reminder. Like, thanks for taking out the garbage. I'm so grateful. It's so simple. It's so simple, but it's like, you are my hero for taking out the garbage. You truly are. You really are. And if I pinpoint the times where I feel most disconnected from my husband, because we know marriages are like that, where you like kind of ebb and flow. One minute you're like in each other's pockets and you feel super connected. And the next minute you're like super in your own zones. And you're like, oh yeah, my husband, like this is like happens. It just happens. So it's like, it, it's the quickest way to just like bring us back together to be like, Hey, I see you. And I thank you. And it's in those moments when I feel we're most disconnected is that we're not appreciating each other. We're not we're not saying thank you. We don't have the gratitude, wow. right? We're just going wow. through the paces of day to day. And if you just slow down and show some gratitude for, 
for each other and a role wow. we play and in both having and having as much of it all as we can, which is hard to do, but it's like my husband and I are an excellent team, you know, and it's like keeping the gel of that team strong and, and it's really important. So. Wow. I'm going to start calling you Dr. Ashley. It's hard though. <laughs> like this is the thing this is what I want to say. Like there are times where we're disconnected. There are times where we're disconnected. There are, and we have to have conversations and we have to find find the groove again. Like, I think that's totally normal. Like a marriage is not easy. It's, it's amazing. It's fulfilling. It's th- th- so many ways, like, but it's also hard. It can yeah. be really hard. So you gotta, but it's worth it. Worth the hard work. Yeah. You gotta be intentional it. about it sometimes. Oh, you know? absolutely. And I, I'm going to pull something out of what you just said as like the prescription for, for marriage counseling and marriage therapy right now. <laughs> And it's like what you just said, right? When there's disconnect and you said this so well, and I was like, we got to put this on a mug and a t-shirt now (laughs) is that when there's disconnect, just look at each other and find something, three things that you appreciate about that person, right? There's three things. One thing that you can say, thank you for, and, and, you know, it's going to start melting that, that block yeah that wedge between yeah and i I mean as a working mom too like we're playing all kinds of roles the roles are no longer we're we're doing a lot like keeping doctor's appointments keeping my schedule so i can do podcasts with amazing people like you and but then running a team of people like and still like it's it's a lot going on as moms and it can feel really um, thank you sometimes because you're just, you're expected to do these things. You're expected to have the appointments done. You're expected <laughs> to have the lunches made. Like you just, and, and I think if, if you, that becomes, you become resentful of that actually, like, but wait, I'm also doing X, Y, Z, you know, and you're not noticing that. And it's just, a, no one wants anything to be expected of them. Right. Like, you kind of feel like, wow, well, mom, Thanks for like doing all of that. Plus this, plus that. And if I use those words, I'm like, yeah. Wait till they're teens, Ashley. It's like, oh my goodness. I can't keep on top of their schedules. And I've said to my husband before, I'm like, I'm like the stinking CEO of like four companies. Like each of my kids, I'm like their CEOs because I have to like run their lives, like, and their schedules and like not let them conflict with their appointments. And um, maybe I'm not even a CEO. I'm like, I'm like their assistant. <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly the assistant. It is crazy. And oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, even today, like I, I just like, I texted my husband and my son as they left at 730 this morning. I'm like, because I'm standing in front of the fridge. I spent the time to make them sandwiches and I see them in the fridge. You're like, no. <laughs> I'm sad. <laughs> I'm like, come on. It's like, I could have gone to bed so much earlier. Yeah, exactly. That, I could have done a lot of things with that 15 minutes that I chose to spend on you. Right. And then if you think about how you feel, it's no different than how your husband feels. Yes. Like, right. It's like, if they're doing other things and they're playing that role, they just want to hear that too. And yeah. I think at the end of the day, like just hearing like, you're a really good Thank mom. You. I know. Right. Like, you're like, Oh, that's it. That's all yeah. I need to hear. Yeah. And it's same with it's same with my husband. Like you're a great dad. You're doing a great job. Like it's so yeah. you know that. Okay, I'm that's challenging everybody who's listening right now to like go home to their life partner tonight and say, Thank you for being an awesome dad or awesome husband or awesome partner. Just say it. Just yeah. Say just it. 
say it. Sometimes yeah. it feels weird to say, doesn't it? It's like yeah, it's, it's not in the regular realm. Yeah, and it's not in the regular realm of your conversation. You're like, what happened today? And the kid did this and that. Oh, and also thank you for being an amazing partner. You know, it doesn't it doesn't slide <laughs> easily into your conversations, but like, wow, like is it is it ever an impactful thing to say? So it's mm-hmm. like maybe we need to find more opportunities to say that. And they don't have to be perfect opportunities. They can be in passing as you're brushing your teeth, you know? Yep, absolutely. Like, like just slide it in there. Like, like even if, like, you're having dinner and he's getting your plate for you, like, taking it away to bring it to the dishwasher. Like, don't just say thank you. Like, take that moment and say, yeah. really, thank you. Thank you for being, like, such an awesome dad or yeah. awesome husband or partner. Yep. Yeah, like. That's our challenge. One of our challenges, <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna get better at that. Now, now that we're talking about this, this that's it. This week is a week of gratitude. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna Aww. lay it on real thick. <laughs> yeah, <Do> it, girl. <laughs> but you know, what? It, it does. Like if you wake up with gratitude, like your day is just better. Like it's yeah. just like you know, I'm, I'm grateful for today. Yeah, yesterday may have sucked, but I'm really grateful for today. And and saying it to our kids too. But that's yeah. a whole conversation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I respect your time here. I'm like, I can talk <laughs> But I, I do want to talk about something that most people don't talk about is self-care. And I know we touched on this a little bit. And I'm like, you, what is self-care? Like, and uh, like self-care to me sometimes is taking a really long shower because no one's going to bother me. But uh, there has to be more. Like, what do you do? Like, you- oh my gosh, my husband will laugh right now and be like, Ashley does not take care of herself at all. But I, it's it's to your point. It's the little decisions that I make that I carve out and I'm like, nope, I'm doing that. Whether it's, it's like, I, I, I'm a multi-shower. Like I like to have multi a day. And so I'm like, I don't even need them to be long. I just want to have like two, sometimes three. Um, <laughs> not every day, but that's like, if I, I just love like the warmth, the water, the like, it's maybe it is, it's just me time. Nobody's talking to me, bugging me. I'm just like in my own zone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also like love, um, carving out things for myself. Like sometimes I call it maintenance, but like getting my hair done. Sometimes it's like, that's also my time. It's like, if I have to, I have to put me first in certain little things. Um, Good for you. Like your gorgeous nails that you have. My right nails. Now. Yeah. Like sometimes I'm like, I just want my nails yes. done. I don't care. I deserve to have my nails done. And like me, I did mine in the car. Oh, they look good. Waiting for my son. They look great. I mean, I'll hug you. I just did my nails in the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think whatever it is that like, or like I said, my practice is to be very intentional in the moment. And sometimes I'm not great at that, but that's something I'm working on. And so for me, self-care looks like um, cutting out, you know, half an hour early, turning off my phone and making dinner. Cause I want to, and it's, it's, it's just little decisions like that. Um, but I also recognize that like, there's so much more work to be done in my self-care regimen. Mm. And so I'm, that's actually a big focus for me right now. It's like, how do I get my life better in balance? You know, putting me first, whether it's just going for a 20 minute walk on my lunch break and not booking myself over my lunch break, which I do a mm. lot. Um, but just like, carving out some of those moments um, and be realizing too, that like, it's okay. Like I rec- I realized that I was working so hard on the week during the weekdays. And then I would like go into the bedtime or dinner bedtime routine. And then I'd get to the weekend and I'd be like so exhausted. And then I'd be on for two days with the kids, right? Like, what are we going to do? Where are we going to go? What are we like? 
And I was like, oh my God, I'm not even having a minute for me. Not one minute am I having for me. And so part of that was like, I ended up getting myself a sitter on Saturdays for three hours in the morning. Oh my gosh. It was like game changing for me. And like, that's awesome. Just enjoying the sun for three hours and nothing else. Cause no one's emailing me. Nobody's it's a Saturday morning. So like, you gotta just, and yes, did I feel guilt being like, well, that's three hours I could spend. Yes. But it's also like, oxygen mask. I got to put mine on first. It's like, I need to take care of me. And I'm feeling like when I'm running on all, you know, you're just running. I had to stop and be like, yeah, this is not a pace that I can maintain. So for me, that's been a nice little treat for myself is having those two hours a weekend for just me. That, that is so important, right? Like for like people forget, they think physical health, but they forget mental health. And I think mental health is, is actually paramount, like more important. Uh than physical health because if your thoughts aren't like right it's going to affect your health it's going to affect your business your family and everything so taking that time for you like you said put your oxygen mask on so that you can breathe so that other people can breathe around you otherwise it's gonna be like mass murders <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but you want to breathe yeah I, I love that and you know like my my daughter she my oldest one, she babysits and, and she does exactly that for a mom who has three little ones and she just like, she's home, but she just wants, yeah, I'm just home too. It's like, she just like, like, just come over for like three hours just so I can like, just breathe. I just want to do like an exercise video without anybody hanging on to my legs. <laughs> like, and yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> it. Or even sometimes I just want to go to Michael's and run, like wander through the craft section for like an hour and a half uninterrupted. You know, <laughs> yeah, but still bring the stroller so you could put the stuff on it. <laughs> yeah, totally. But I, I just don't want to like have to be responsible for my children in those moments. Like, yeah. <laughs> Aww, that's awesome. I love it. Now, I, I I know our time is like trickling and I just wanted to just ask what makes your heart smile? Like what is one word of inspiration you want to leave us all with? What makes you smile? What makes your heart smile? Oh, I mean, I think it goes back to the impact that we make in one another's lives. I think what makes my heart smile is the impact I make in my children's lives and my mm-hmm. community's lives. And so I think it goes back to like, sure, my children make me smile and they make my heart smile. But I think it's like, just again, caring about people and all the other stuff will come. And I think like, if we, if we center, if you think about like, whatever you believe in this world, in terms of your spirituality, whatever, at the end of the day, it's really about like what we're doing on this planet and the kind of legacy that we're going to leave behind. And for me, it's like, I want to be known as that person who cared about people who did stuff for people who tried to make people's lives better. And so I think like, if we all just focused on that, all the other stuff is going to come. I love that. You said care about people first, the rest will come. Well, Miss Ashley, you are awesome. And I adore you. And it's been too long since I've seen you in, in person, but I look forward to that moment. And I just want to say thank you so much for sharing your heart and, and your wisdom with all of us. You're awesome. Thanks for the chat. I, I couldn't think of a better way to spend an hour in the middle of a busy Thursday afternoon. It's like, let's stop everything and like just <laughs> chat. I love it. I'm into it. Self-care.
Self-care. You are awesome. Thank you. Thank you to our listeners for joining us today. Thank you. I'm so grateful for you and for your time that you just spent with Ashley Freeborn and me. And oh yes, you must get one of these awesome rompers. There are so I want I want to get actually one of her uh, one of your dresses, Ashley. I'm actually wearing my Elevate pants. You can't tell, but they're like your pants that dropped today, and they're just so comfortable. So. Yeah, if you're not a romper person, try something else. We got cute dresses. I want to try a dress, so I'm going to be ordering, and I'm going to be ordering with a special super code that Miss Ashley just gave to us, and it's Elaine fifteen. So use that code, and you will get fifteen percent off your next purchase. And um, everything will be in the show notes. But our listeners right now, Ashley, if they wanted to find you, where should they go? You can find me personally. My Instagram handle is at a freeborn. And of course, all Smash and Tess are handles on all social channels at Smash Tess. So you can check us out there or smashtest.com or smashtest.ca if you're in Canada. Love, love, love. And all of this will be in our show notes. And once again, Ashley, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Super fun. So thank you and bye for now, everyone.